yeah i mean sharks and maldives snakes over here i have my limits dude are you trying to kill your wife <laughs> So we got married in 2019 and um we actually had four honeymoons in 2019 inspired by Weber's parents who who honeymooned for a total of I think one plus month yeah a month long honeymoon so we had to beat that record <laughs> so we honeymooned um in four different destinations uh Turkey Switzerland Bali and the final one was Thailand. So Turkey was episode 1 if you guys remember. Yes. Uh we are yet to do one on Switzerland and Bali. And um today we are going to talk about our trip to Thailand. Yay. Very exciting. Um since we have been in the lockdown talking about all our previous trips has been serving the true purpose of all those trips because what is the point of a vacation when it cannot come and rescue you in your moment of need don't you think yeah talking about what a fun trip it was going back uh, going through pictures it's it's like therapy we started our thailand trip with bangkok of course and what happened when bangkok had us for a couple of days well Bangkok is just all about food. Yeah. Food, 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 food. <laughs> so, it's the street food capital of the world and uh the best places to eat in Bangkok is, you know, to to find out more about the popular street vendors and to go to them instead of looking for, you know, a posh place, a high-end place. If you want to discover some authentic flavors, it'll be your best chances in the street. If you want good food, head to the street. Yeah. We went to this place which claims to have the best tom yum soup in the world and the name of that place is Pay Aor. Though we were there for only a few days, we went back to that place again at least thrice because it was so bloody good. I've never had such an amazing flavorful tom yum and the dumplings and seafood. We had a lot of seafood, didn't we? you had tom yum soup 3 days straight straight <laughs> <laughs> and um, we also wanted to try i mean we are in thailand so we wanted to try uh the best pad thai we can get and we went to this place um which is which is called the pad thai king of thailand pad thai was really nice but i didn't think it was something earth shattering or something out of the world what do you think I think it was good. It was I, good but it wasn't that memorable. Hmm. Right. Yeah. And then of course Thai milk tea and um the chicken rice soup set which is my all-time favorite. That was really good. Yeah. The succulent chicken. So we did not have conventional breakfast, lunch and dinner uh any of the days in Bangkok except for one day when we went to that tar when we had this high end dinner we were forced to eat there yeah we were <laughs> but apart from that we always uh preferred street vendors we had a lot of fun trying 
trying you know different different cuisines which we didn't really know of and let's talk about sticky mango rice because that is something i have ever dreams about <laughs> you like mango yeah we, like we, we sometimes we just got cut up mangoes yeah, you, so that that's mango with coconut rice right yeah sticky mango coconut rice oh my god everything about that dish is perfect i know it's perfection and we had a lot of mangoes <laughs> um did i mention thai milk tea yeah you did okay because that is another thing oh, with every meal we one of us at least uh, ordered a thai milk tea every time I think Bangkok was a lot like Mumbai, very fast-paced and full of rich street culture. Yes, and I love Mumbai, but Bangkok's street food was uh top-notch. <laughs> <laughs> My heart hurts That's to say that. That's a controversial statement. <laughs> but um Mumbai can be called a vegetarian's paradise. You will not be you will not survive well actually many ek bhi vegetarian option hi yeah, dekha bangkok mein not once i don't think we had a single vegetarian i feel dish. bad for vegetarians if they're yeah. visiting thailand i mean they they'll, they'll survive but they'll not really experience survive on mango rice yeah. <laughs> sticky mango rice yeah and let's talk about another a popular aspect of the city that is the tuktuks and uh, of course we we rode around tuktuks quite a few times but i must warn you that they are not easy to hail they are not easy to negotiate with uh, these tiktok riders and they can be quite rude and obnoxious um, they were so rude it, yeah a common trait almost um i think it's a tourist trap because in mumbai auto rickshaws are like public transport right? not public transport mode of transportation yeah but there it's just like it has that yeah everyone who yeah. who lives there knows not to take a tuk tuk exactly <laughs> it's more for for idiots like us but we do enjoy all the glamour of being in a tuk tuk because they really um, raise the volume make you feel like oh you're partying in the city and uh, there are these disco lights which are also again seen in auto rickshaws but but every tuk 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 had this at this particular and they were comfortable to sit i think yeah yeah there's definitely they're bigger uh, than auto rickshaws they they're more spacious and they they, they are intended to serve tourists but they are quite rude i mean these they were very rude very rude um i mean we do judge a place <laughs> by the people in the place and so thailand didn't score really high on on that scale did it yeah. for us i mean thailand was okay when it comes to people i we didn't find them super friendly we we thought that they they are willing to sell everything yeah. they are willing to sell every part of the body <laughs> they are willing to sell every mm. gender they are willing to sell every animal possible they are willing to sell everything but they aren't um the most honest people because i'll say this because uh just before going to thailand we were in bali i was about to say that and that's why we felt the stark difference because because bali uh i mean the people the uh, the sweetest most helpful super friendly super friendly they want to they want you to make the best choice for what you want to do in the city um indonesian people are really really sweet i must say i mean even they want to make money but yeah but not at the cost uh, of anything and everything let's think about it yeah so we, we did see that difference between thailand and bali definitely thailand and indonesia why do i keep comparing a city and a country okay 
moving on uh, bangkok we also went for a very touristy things we did quite a few tourist touristy things in bangkok we went for the boat ride we went to watarun the buddhist temple we um, uh, we also saw a snake in the water oh i remember yeah yeah when we were in traffic there is boat traffic and we saw a snake passing by every time every time i think about it that i was just, water snake. i get yeah. goosebumps <laughs> Yeah. And then there are of course coconut vendors on the boats passing by. Um it's like a floating city, right? Do you remember in the temple uh, we read on uh, these boards that you shouldn't have uh, Buddha's statues uh and tattoos etc. It's very disrespectful. Um and we thought hmm that's something we didn't know before. They say you know they say travel is the antidote to ignorance did you know that buddha isn't supposed to be kept like a statue in the house because i didn't every indian household has a buddha i think it's a very popular thing and back in india and other countries uh, yeah but i don't know uh, if we'll necessarily make a souvenir kind of a thing out of indian gods maybe that's how they feel about buddha that you shouldn't make a souvenir out of it Or we do. I I mean I'm I'm pretty sure I've seen Ganpati souvenirs. Ganpati kitchen I've seen. Yeah. So it, I mean it depends, but that's the the board said specifically that you should not make a Buddha tattoo or a Buddha. You should not use Buddha as souvenir because it's very disrespectful. We didn't, but um, that was a new piece of information that we found out. Mm-hmm. Just to keep in mind, you know. What about the sky bar? The sky bar was uh. after living in london and uh having a, a rooftop at 45th floor i can't say if i was that impressed with the sky bar i mean i have been to rooftops and i have seen a city in all its glory but i would say that seeing bangkok like that was obviously fun and knowing that hangover part 2 was shot over there was also you know a, a kind of thrill <laughs> that was one of the key reasons we went there yeah and you know what if you go to the sky bar and if you are not thoroughly appropriately dressed which means you cannot be in shorts you cannot be in chappals you have to be um in formal clothing you have to be good looking i guess only then you are allowed to go up otherwise there are shops um at the ground floor where you can actually buy uh clothes uh, appropriate clothes for this particular sky bar and only then you're allowed to go up and thankfully we were dressed we were dressed properly uh, we yeah. were dressed appropriately and um everything over there is obviously super super expensive and you do need to make reservations months and months in advance i don't know what is the scene post covid um maybe they need tourists so maybe you might get reservations easily And, and Can you stop a... staring at Bridget Jones's ass? <laughs> Cut. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, so Sky Bar, yes, it was fun, but I won't say it was was that new an experience Nothing for us. Nothing spectacular. Nothing spectacular. I agree. And after, I think Sky Bar was one of the. Um, things we did on in the i think sky bar uh, was i think that was our final night in bangkok yeah that was the, the christmas the eve. night we yeah the night we went to the sky bar and then our trip 
moved on we Be- before that we won't talk about your shopping and oh yeah <laughs> i mean everything is for sale and bangkok um is known for shopping and cheap shopping so i i did get a couple of dresses i did get a couple of nice skirts even even lingerie <laughs> and um but but the cute kind not the sexy kind <laughs> you go to italy for the sexy kind not thailand for the sexy kind um you go thailand for the sexy kind massages yes and uh, the offers of massages was everywhere so yeah i was i had a like death grip on webov's hand everywhere we went because girls would just pop out not to be disrespectful but sometimes <laughs> you just don't want to take a massage what's the big deal and um i was long due for a for a facial so i i went to a salon near a very popular mall mm. in bangkok and i remember the um the the kind of services which was offered i mean they are willing to do they'll inject anything in you <laughs> and i had to specifically say you know the basic minimum clean up thing so they, that's they all a, i want they, they had a two hour botox service oh my god they were like this injection do you want this injection i mean obviously they didn't think i was very pretty that's why they kept offering for me oh to my, change my face <laughs> or they think that i did not look like the template pretty girl of a thailand probably that's why they were trying to change my face no, but they kept it's a very offering. popular thing in there yeah it's it's a very popular service people just go there for a quick injection in your nose in your cheeks in your i mean every <laughs> she did she did actually inject me but thankfully it was just for removing one boil because they they can't stand even that on your face so they are more concerned about your beauty than you are in thailand they have very different beauty standards they have um Uh, you you can't you can't reach that kind of beauty standard and it even, was very even for the guys even for the guys yeah <laughs> <laughs> the guy it's very difficult even for the guys over there uh, i mean i'm sure it is everywhere but particularly thailand we saw hoardings um, which objectified men and women in a very similar way yeah. just the hoardings <laughs> but the massage culture definitely objectifies women more than men i feel moving on to our um, next destination which was phuket 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 <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> bangkok phuket fuck you pp <laughs> no so phuket was really not that great i mean i understand why it's a popular destination among guys that was a bad decision and single guys i mean it's really not it's really not a couples destination a family destination because there is a particular street over there what is the street called ping pong street it's i don't know not <laughs> called the ping pong it's, street it's but that. you oh my god the things i saw my eyes my eyes but yes that night um you should talk about that yeah that we uh, we really weren't i think we we weren't prepared for what we saw in phuket or we were only through movies but we couldn't imagine something like that happening in real life although we have been to amsterdam and that didn't gross us out thailand's phuket's that particular street what is the name of that street baby i, I don't know we will um we will talk about the street at I the think, end i think i think again listeners should just google that's phuket 
and ping pong. Oh my god! And turn off There your is mod- a menu card of the things a woman's vagina can do, uh, and trust me, it shocks me. <laughs> You so, shouldn't say all that. It's a podcast. You're so, supposed to so you discuss to, these to, things you, that shock you, you. You need to Google Phuket ping pong and turn off your moderate search. <laughs> and I mean, I have seen it in movies, but come on, in real life, people competing uh, these these establishments, um, quote unquote, competing with each other uh, to offer you know more creative services. what a woman can and cannot do with with her two breasts and one vagina i mean i like i said i had a death grip on my husband because all the menu cards were shoved in his face i mean indian men do have a reputation i must say because they know who to go to i am pretty sure webber was a target audience based on racial profile it, it was like a sports bar menu yeah <laughs> <laughs> Starts with ping pong. <laughs> There were many more things than ping pong. I'm telling you, we just, we just, we just remember that one at the top of our mind. But there were many more atrocious. I, I was, I was feeling bad for the kids there. Oh, I, I don't know why. Yeah, why do families go there with their kids? In, I mean, they're holding on to their kids. But come on, you are in the wrong street, dude. Can't you see your child doesn't belong here? I think that's a wrong area in itself. I mean, it's a, it's a yeah. single place, bachelor, bachelorette kind of area. Definitely not a family place. Uh, we we okay, we were there for two nights, but that was it for us. We didn't want to be there for any longer. But thankfully, we were rescued by the, this butterfly beach in. forget um where we actually enjoyed ourselves uh, we we lay down uh, on the hot sand and we had we had a good time we it just had like a relaxed a, day it was like a paid private beach yeah it was a it was kind of a yeah it was a paid private beach oh right i totally forgot about that yeah. that we had to pay and we had to submit our things everything in thailand you have to pay yeah you have to also pay to see animals um like elephants and uh lions and tigers and i would suggest not to do is is a lighter tone i would Please condemn <laughs> condemn such actions because it is really irresponsible you should always know what kind of pain and torture animals are going through these huge giant beautiful mammals are going through just to make you happy and if you are convinced by the hoax that oh uh, we don't abuse these animals you can only touch them and you can only do that and it's a sanctuary no it's not there's a list of approved ethical sanctuary with the uh, uh, organizations like stay uh, and you can check if it is ethical or not and mostly it is not i think the biggest scam is they're calling them like conservatory yes and that is the other way they pull you now that they know that uh, the cruelty towards animals has been exposed they try to hide under uh, the name of a sanctuary of uh, or you know they're trying to rescue these animals but no um, they are not and it is really unfortunate because we have seen quite a few um, horror stories relating to these so we try and stay away from them and um i know this is where the vegetarian non vegetarian um you know discussion jumps in like oh my god you eat non vegetarian food you eat chicken and you eat uh, fish but you 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 can't ride an elephant i mean there's a huge debate behind it and we can do the pros and cons of it but torturing these animals for pictures for videos is of no good 
and moving on to the brighter part of our trip uh so from phuket we went to pp island now it's called pp island <laughs> so we found out over there otherwise we used to call it and like it is popularly known um to be fifi islands right yeah yeah there's no cars over there there are two wheelers and there are lots and lots and lots of cats there are cats everywhere i don't know it's weird i didn't see it anywhere else specifically were there two wheelers there yeah oh. yeah there were not two wheelers yeah i mean there were bicycles everywhere no there was nothing there, there. were carts there were carts human carts yeah human pulled carts basically. human pulled carts they they pulled our luggage to the room and the room. funniest thing is instead of phone they say pp yeah the pp <laughs> <laughs> and um i have a video i'll post and i have to say that pp islands was my favorite part yeah. of thailand i mean it was fun it was beautiful uh, we had um a list of activities uh, we wanted to do when we were there and we definitely ticked off most of it so we went for i mean it's a popular thing to do to pay a boat trip to go f- go with a group this is again pre covid times so we chose to go for a group trip um with this uh, so called pirates uh, group uh, mostly all brazilians and they are really fun people usually people take this uh, day boats yeah but we thought we'll make it special and i found about this special boat yeah online yeah. called the pirate boat yeah and they literally had a ship a pirate ship there yeah the pirates uh, boat was really awesome because it turned our energy level up and um we jumped on the boat we had a plan laid out for the whole day it was obviously planned by the organizers and it was um peas in a pod kind of people because everyone was a party person over there and we were having a ball because uh there were drinks the, the cup first couple of drinks were free you could buy after that there was food and the whole day and for the first time uh, we spent the whole day um beach hopping that's a new concept i had never heard of that before we went to four beaches that yeah day. different beaches we started with monkey beach <laughs> right that was fun the monkey island it was fun uh because um we were warned that uh, they are aggressive monkeys so we kept our distance but we did get to see monkeys in a very uh you know usually we i have only seen them in mountains and hills and um particular cities of india but i have not really seen them anywhere langur jaise the na they were whitish brownish i don't know what to say it's a different color of okay. monkey mm. they didn't really have those particularly red asses it was but pinkish <laughs> they were wild monkeys they were wild monkeys they're not to be fucked with that's they're, why they have their own beach they really do not they, they are known to to hurt and harm if you go too close so keep that in mind if you're going to the monkey beach and so we forgot to mention that every time a pirate ship stopped we had to either swim to the shore of the beach or kayak right and so the whole day was packed because it was one activity after the other and we were exhausted by the end of the and day we also had to drink a lot because this uh, the pirate ship was actually organized by brazilians oh my god brazilians drink yeah. like fish it's crazy <laughs> it was fun though and um, they they were jumping and diving into the sea a lot and we we, we really want we did it like once i guess just once when we were going to the final beach what was that the final beach 
It was near the Maya Bay, but I don't remember the name. So there was Maya Bay too, but we weren't allowed to enter Maya Bay because uh, the coral has been has been really affected by tourists over there. They have closed it so that the corals can recover. The natural habitat of the sea creatures can uh, recover a little bit. And uh, like we we said. I, I think we discussed this in our Maldives podcast that we really don't mind being restricted uh, from going to such places where we might cause harm. So that really didn't bother us. We got to see Maya Bay. It is as beautiful as you saw it in any movie. Whether we stepped on it or not does not matter. We were very close to it and we thought it was beautiful. The water kept changing colors as we went on. Then there was a place where we all had to get down and choose between snorkeling and um, kayaking. And at the time, we chose kayaking. Uh, but later <laughs> in Maldives, we did eventually go for snorkeling. Uh, kayaking was fun. That was our first time kayaking. And uh, Webhav and I obviously got... a beautiful location. It seemed like the, there was going to be an end to that place because of the rocks. So we had to take a U-turn. And Webhav and I kept getting into verbal tiffs because <laughs> who knew how to kayak? We just jumped. You were shit scared. I was shit scared. I'm always shit scared <laughs> such situations this asshole of a husband of mine tells me uh, after i get down in the water he's like oh uh, so i he's showing me a youtube video like uh baby if you just see a snake passing by let it don't bother it usually they don't do anything and after that i freaked out and then I, i i literally climbed on him like a little monkey and he had to carry me back to the pirate ship i was like i am done Monkeys are fine. Snakes are definitely not. So I'm, I'm checking on my Google photos. This place is called The Lagoon mm. near Maya Bay. Mm. And it was not very deep. I, I don't care. Because it's a lagoon, obviously. It won't I don't deep. care if it was deep or not. <laughs> if it had snakes, I'm going to be shit scared of that place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sharks and Maldives, snakes over here. I, I have my limits, dude. Are you trying to kill your wife? <laughs> so highly recommended it is highly recommended also we saw that we are real losers because uh people were more we they were so enthusiastic some of them managed to do both kayaking and snorkeling do you know that they took the boat they quickly went for a trip they came back they took the snorkeling gear and jumped back in the water we came back huffing and puffing to the boat like just get us out talk for yourself (laughs) And the thing is that the water is so bloody salty. So I felt an immediate need to... They obviously do have fresh, clean water on the boat all the time. So as soon as I used to jump back in the in the boat, I would just take a shot. I would just... That happened thrice, four times. Uh, as many times as I jumped out of the boat and I came back, I was like, oh my God, just shower me with some clean water. Give me some clean water. I do not want the taste of salt and the feel of salt for such long hours. It it bothers me when it is for such a long time. They didn't let me use the water because <laughs> she used my share also. Yeah, there's a limited quantity of water. <laughs> So by the fourth beach, Webhav and I were exhausted. We were dead. 
we got back to the ship we were given food we were given drinks and then the party started and it was supposed to be a sunset party and we did dance along i mean with whatever energy we had left we made requests for some songs i think nosa was a favorite among everyone and then we did we did discover a very fun song um kambachi <laughs> Kambachi. It's a very see, good. You should see the video. Oh, uh, there's a lot of twerking in that song, and so it's a fun song because Webber especially loves ass. <laughs> Webber loves twerking asses, and it's his favorite sight. I mean, he turns the color of a tomato. I'm a fan of kinetic energy. <laughs> Asshole. Yeah. Uh, so we were dancing, and um, we had a good. day day of partying with the brazilians it was really fun and they can really twerk nahi right, baby that's the best twerking real life twerking you've seen haven't you mm. <laughs> <laughs> um pb is also good for like really cool breakfast places because i remember breakfast became a highlight again in pb after we took a break from phuket because phuket was just like bucket but yeah pb again we got excited about breakfast every day and we went for these really cool mango coconut chia smoothie bowls and breakfast bowls and we were there for say 3 or 4 days and so the four breakfasts that we had over there was yum we were drunk more often in pb than in any other place in thailand i feel and like i said there are a lot of cats in pb i'm happy to see that and a lot of open seafood um are being sold so if you have an aversion for smells specific typical smells i think you should go there prepared um as to what you're going to do because it's a street full of seafood it's streets of seafood that's true for the entire thailand it's true for entire country that is true and um transportation throughout was not that problematic The last day in Thailand we had to fly back to Bangkok and we went to a restaurant the name of which I do not remember Weber will tell you now uh it had uh oh it was a thali place thai thali thai thali and it was so good and the sticky mango rice that I had over there particularly was the best and it was aesthetically pleasing as well that place um and uh, it was the perfect conclusion to our Thailand trip uh we took a couple of flights we took a couple of tuk-tuks uh boats and uh, cruises Tom. and what's what not um okay so the thai thali place is called gong tong if you're there in thailand definitely try gong tong bangkok uh yeah in bangkok. in bangkok um so we flew back um but um our final um thoughts on thailand is that we really like the place but i'm after having experienced PP really nicely. I'm not sure if I am desperate to go back. I don't want there. to go back. I mean Thailand is good, but everything seems a little too commercial. If you've been to New York and if you're excited about Times Square and when you actually go to the Times Square and you see your excitement crash, that's the feeling <laughs> you get because it is everything is just ads and commercialization and there's nothing really that authentically fun about it um so and we did uh, avoid most of the unethical places like taking pictures with tigers and um making elephants paint for us and all those ridiculous but 
pathetic things people choose to do but thailand was all in all really fun uh, however having experienced it once i think for the next decade we have the time to explore many many other beautiful places of the world however we'll not say the same thing about bali now would we bali was beautiful ba- bali was go on steroids <laughs> it was really good actually you're right so next one on bali, bali we, we don't don't no, don't no, bali was goa with the rainforest oh my god don't remind me of the rainforests next podcast on bali then bye bye toodles ta ta you know in britain <laughs> i think that's thank you oh yeah right so Sorry. ta ta as well ta for listening ta for listening yeah thank you is basically ta Tough for listening and toodles. One interesting thing about Fifi Island is there are no cars on the island.